Hello and welcome to the Global Venturing Review podcast, taking you to some of the biggest stories from the past week in the corporate venture capital space. I'm Fernando Moncada, and before we begin this week's recap, I wanted to let you know that we have a series of special interview episodes of GVR coming up, in which we talk to a host of CVCs about their strategy, how they view their respective markets, what the future has in store for them, and how corporates can better support the venturing ecosystem. We'll be speaking to corporate venturing units from a wide cross-section of industries, including aviation and travel, financial services, healthcare, industrial and agribusiness, energy, and much more. So do keep an ear out for details of when those will be coming out because they will be available for your listening pleasure very soon. Now on to this week's news, we'll be starting off the recap with a couple of billion dollar plus M&A deals. Semiconductor producer AMD agreed to acquire US-based edge computing technology provider Pensando in a $1.9 billion deal allowing corporates Hewlett Packard Enterprise, Equinix, Alphabet, Ericsson, NetApp, Oracle, Liberty Global, and Qualcomm to exit. Pensando has developed a distributed, programmable processor and software platform to help customers' existing network infrastructure functioning more like cloud networks in order to support high-velocity applications. The company claims that its technology yields 8 to 13 times better performance than competitive products, and the purchase would help AMD compete with the likes of NVIDIA and Intel's data center chip businesses. Online checkout software provider Bolt agreed to buy cryptocurrency payment technology developer Wire in a $1.5 billion deal that would provide exits for Kraken, OK Group, China 9F Bank, and Baofu. Wire provides a software tool called Checkout that enables users to switch between fiat and cryptocurrencies, giving crypto-focused applications easier access to ordinary customers. The acquisition means Bolt will be able to offer cryptocurrency payment options to users as part of its overall offering, transferring its one-click checkout system to crypto transactions. It will also give corporate customers greater ability to accept digital currencies as payments and convert them into fiat money. The deal is billed as the largest non-SPAC merger in the crypto sector to date, coming just days after Bolt's largest competitor, Fast, announced that it will be closing down after failing to secure new funding. Elsewhere, private equity firm ACA Group has agreed to buy a majority stake in Japan-based cryptocurrency exchange Bitflyer, which operates a digital exchange for cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin, for an amount expected to be up to $370 million. A group of the company's shareholders reportedly led the sale negotiations in order to recoup their investment, as the Tokyo Stock Exchange has banned public listings for digital currency exchanges and floating on overseas markets was expected to take too long. The rising costs of compliance and stricter regulations are seen as driving factors for operators leaving the space. Sporting Association the National Football League has invested $320 million to lead a $1.5 billion funding round for U.S.-based online sports memorabilia retailer Fanatics at a valuation of $27 billion. NFL Players Union, the NFL Players Association, also took part, as did sporting leagues Major League Baseball and National Hockey League, along with association football team Paris Saint-Germain, Qatar Investment Authority, and private investor Joseph Tsai. Fanatics sells official licensed merchandise across multiple sports and leagues and has been expanding into other areas such as collectible cards, gaming, and non-fungible tokens. Meanwhile, Switzerland-headquartered carbon capture technology provider Climeworks, which has developed technology designed to pull carbon from the air, revealed it has agreed to raise $646 million of equity funding from investors including reinsurance firm Swiss Re. Partners Group and GIC are co-leading the round, which also features Bailey Gifford, Carbon Removal Partners, Global Founders Capital, 
M&G, Big Point Holding, and private investor John Doerr. Climeworks has 15 carbon capture systems currently in use, having launched what it describes as the world's largest direct air capture and storage facility in Iceland in September last year. U.S.-based blockchain deployment platform developer Near Protocol has secured $350 million from investors including cryptocurrency exchange FTX's corporate venturing arm FTX Ventures at a reported valuation of $10 billion. Investment firm Tiger Global Management led the round, which included Republic Capital, Hashed, and Dragonfly Capital. Near Protocol has built a crypto protocol dubbed Mainnet, which has helped developers design and optimize decentralized applications in areas such as business contracts and gaming merchandise. Germany-based electronics rental service Grover, which provides a subscription-based service where online users can rent technology devices rather than own them, received $330 million in debt and Series C equity financing from investors including insurance provider Assurant, media company ProSiebenSat1, and electronics manufacturer LG. The $110 million equity portion of the round was led by Energy Impact Partners and featured German Media Pool, the ad for equity vehicle formed by several domestic media companies, as well as co-investment partners Corellia Capital, Viola Fintech, and Coparian. ProSiebenSat1 and LG respectively took part through seven ventures and Murray Asset LG Electronics New Growth Fund, a partnership with asset manager Murray Asset Group. The equity portion of the round valued Grover at over $1 billion, while the $220 million debt portion was provided by Fasanara Capital. The circular economy model being employed by Grover is becoming increasingly popular across other retail segments, such as luxury fashion. Consumer loyalty platform provider Fetch Rewards secured $240 million in equity and debt from investors including SoftBank's Vision Fund 2, mass media company Televisa Univision, and media data provider Nielsen IQ at a $2.5 billion valuation. Hamilton Lane led the round, which also featured Archer Venture Capital, Iconic Growth, DST Global, Gangels, Greycroft, Yield Street, and Headline. Fetch operates a mobile platform that lets shoppers access rewards and discounts after their purchases by submitting their receipts to the app. In addition to the funding, the company has formed partnerships with Nielsen IQ, through which it will work with it to strengthen product capabilities and insights, and Televisa Univision which will partner with Fetch to launch a Spanish-language rewards app. Meanwhile, SoftBank's Vision Fund 2 led a $300 million Series C round for Remote, which provides businesses with software tools to manage payroll, benefits, and onboarding of employees in other countries at a valuation of $3 billion. The round was filled out by Excel, Sequoia Capital, Index Ventures, General Catalyst, Gangels, and Two Sigma Ventures. The funding will be put towards expanding its product range and geographical reach, as the company claims to have experienced a more than 13-fold increase in annual recurring revenue in the past year in a remote working space that has been supercharged by the COVID-19 pandemic. Binance US, the US-based spin-off of cryptocurrency exchange Binance, secured $200 million in seed funding from investors including digital payments platform developer Circle, valuing the company at $4.7 billion post-money. RRE Ventures, Original Capital, Foundation Capital, and Van Eck filled out the round, alongside unnamed others, while Circle participated through its corporate venturing unit, Circle Ventures. Binance US claims to have doubled its workforce in the past six months and expanded into Louisiana and Connecticut, making it available in 45 US states and 8 US territories. The spinoff is managed by Binance's local partner, BAM Trading Services, and the two entities have a licensing agreement but exist separately. 
And finally, SoftBank is reportedly set to cut down on its rate of investments as share prices and tech companies continue to dwindle. SoftBank has had a massive start to the year, having participated in 58 rounds this year so far, according to PitchBook data. But its founder, chairman, and CEO, Masayoshi Son, reportedly instructed executives at a recent meeting to be more conservative. While the company has been the largest corporate venturer in terms of money spent for some years, having raised $98.6 billion for its Vision Fund as of 2018, it has not been able to lure external limited partners for Vision Fund 2, which was expanded from $10 to $30 billion in size in May of last year. SoftBank is at a disadvantage in that it has not attracted LPs for Vision Fund 2 or Innovation Fund. While the war in Ukraine has affected its earnings and soaring interest rates have impacted its ability to raise money. In addition, the Chinese government's crackdown on its tech industry has made it more difficult for SoftBank to cash in on its biggest bet, the early stake it bought in Alibaba, as the e-commerce group's share price has more than halved in the past year. That is it from me in this week's episode of Global Venturing Review. Don't forget to listen out for details of the upcoming interview episodes, which we will be releasing in short order. You can listen to GVR on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, or at your listening post of choice. If this is your first time tuning in, don't forget to subscribe. Reviews are also always helpful, so if you can, please do give one. You can also catch our complete industry coverage at globalventuring.com. I have been Fernando Moncada. Our sound engineer is Mark Chatterley from In-Ear Production, whose work you can check out at inearproduction.com. And our intro music is by Kevin McLeod and a Creative Commons license. We'll be back again next week as we are each Monday. Until then, have a great week. Mm-hmm.